today on Hardwired. Have you ever just had God just touch you to do something and nothing would get rid of it? You can't shake it. You can't get rid of it. You can't deny it. You can't walk away from it because the call of God grabs hold of your heart. And you say with Jeremiah, though I wanted to quit teaching, wanted to quit preaching, wanted to walk away from God, yet his word was in my bones, shut up like a fire, and I could not keep it in. The call of God will not leave you alone. You are listening to Hardwired with Pastor Jeff Wickwire, the founder and senior pastor of Turning Point Church in Fort Worth, Texas. Maybe you've noticed that our culture is pretty messed up these days, which makes people feel anxious and filled with questions. They want peace, but have a hard time finding it or making it last. Well, Pastor Jeff is going to share in the message today about how you can finally be filled with hope, security, and most importantly, that peace you're looking for. We know that you're going to enjoy the message, but you can also listen to it again or any of the messages anytime you would like at our website, hardwired.org. Let's get right to the message. Here's Pastor Jeff to tell us what's coming up today on Hardwired. Hello, everybody, and welcome to this edition of Hardwired. Thank you so much for joining us and making us a part of your very busy day. Well, today we're wrapping up a little mini-series that I did about God's plan for your life and mine. And today I'm gonna talk to you about how God's purpose has a timing, has a season. You know, God's a God of timing. It says in the fullness of time, God sent his son. The Bible says, the well-known verse, Ecclesiastes 3 verse one, there is a time for everything under heaven. There's a time, there's a purpose, there's a season. And today I want to talk to you about the importance of that season, recognizing the seasons in your life, God's timing in your life, and how to flow in that timing, function in that timing, and flourish in that timing. Because God's got a time and He's got a season for every key moment in your life. So without any further ado, I can't wait to share part two of the message, God's purpose has a season. Let's go. Turn to Ecclesiastes chapter 3 and verse 1. And I want to share with you today, continuing the series, Living on Purpose. You can live accidentally, haphazardly, randomly, or you can live on purpose. Christians ought to be people living on purpose. We ought to be living in purpose and on purpose, purposefully. God is a God of purpose. Ecclesiastes 3, verse 1, we're going to read one verse that is one of the most familiar verses in the whole Bible. If you're my age, you remember a group called the Birds singing this verse. How many of you remember it? Say amen. Well, that's a few of us. Good to see all of y'all here. (laughs) Now, I want to talk to you today about God's purpose has a season. We are people of purpose, and let's read what it says. Catch what it says, very powerful. To everything, there is a season. To everything, there's a season. And there is a time for every single purpose under heaven. Every purpose has a timer attached to it, built into it by God. And to everything in your life, there is a season. Now, what he does is he begins to list. I think there's uh, 10 of them. I can't remember how many, but they're opposites. All of them are opposites. Born, dying, planting, 
plucking up what was planted, killing, healing, breaking down, building up. They're all opposites. But I want to focus on this first verse. Everything has a season. Everything has a timing. There is a season for every purpose. I want you folks to understand that you're uh, called with a purpose. God has designed you with a purpose. You are not accidental. You are not a process of a cold, calculating, apathetic, evolutionary process. God's purpose, his future, the exciting things he's got for you eclipse any of the roadkill in your rear view mirror. God is a God of the future. Can you say he's got something for me? And see, the autumn, the autumn of your purpose is when this begins to be real to you. The light bulb goes off in your mind. You become inspired by the revelation and by the understanding of what God has tapped you on the shoulder to do. The autumn of Joseph's purpose was when he had two dreams. He saw even his own family bowing down to him, and the seed of his future was sown into his heart. And Joseph got a dream, a vision, a sense of what God was calling him to do. He didn't understand all of it, but he had an inkling. He had the seed. It was the autumn of his purpose. For David, it was the day that Samuel called him in out of the field, and there were his brothers already there. And Samuel walked past them and walked up to David and took out the anointing oil and anointed him with oil and said, you are the next king of Israel. And that day was the autumn, the beginning of David's purpose in God. That was when the seed was initially sown in the soil of David's heart. And he said, wow, God has called me to be king. For Abraham, it began when God tapped him on the shoulder and called him out of Ur of the Chaldees and said, Abraham, I want you to follow me to a land that you don't even know of yet, but I'm going to take you to this land. And if you will obey me, I'm going to make you a great nation. I'm going to make your name famous. And through you, all the families of the earth are going to be blessed. And when Abraham first heard that word, it was the autumn of his purpose. It was when the seed was initially sown into his heart. You know, listen, for me, I, th this is the way that it happened with me. I got touched by God. I was in a Bible study after I'd been saved and filled with the Holy Spirit. I was falling in love with Jesus more and more and more every day. I could not get enough of Jesus Christ. I mean, the Holy Spirit just touched me. But I was in a Bible study one night and the teacher was teaching and he just quoted a verse, just one verse out of the Bible. It winged its way into my heart. It was like that seed and it dropped into my soul. And suddenly I had a desire to teach and to preach the word of God and it would not leave me alone. And that night was the autumn of my purpose in God. I had a strong sense that God had called me to minister his word. I was afraid to do it. I wasn't secure in it. I was scared to death to get up in front of people, but it would not leave me alone. It, you know, have you ever been bugged by God in a holy way? Have you ever been kind of hassled by the Holy Spirit in a good way? Have you ever just had God just touch you to do something and nothing would get rid of it? You can't shake it. You can't get rid of it. You can't deny it. You can't walk away from it because the call of God grabs hold of your heart. And you say with Jeremiah, though I wanted to quit teaching, wanted to quit preaching, wanted to walk away from God, yet his word was in my bones, shut up like a fire, and I could not keep it in. The call of God will not leave you alone. And the autumn of your call is when God first makes you aware 
It may be working with children, maybe working with women. It may be working, maybe pastoring. It may be just praying. It may be uh, just as a helper. It may be just ministering to people in, in practical ways, which is my wife's gift. But whatever it is, it's something that gets inside of you and it fits. It fits. And it is the Holy Spirit saying, this is how I want you to manifest my love and glorify me. If you're hearing me today, can you say amen? Amen. You know that the autumn of your purpose has arrived when God drops that first seed of revelation and awareness of something he wants you to do into the seedbed of your heart. And in the autumn, in the autumn of your purpose, man, you are excited. You are cranked. You are motivated. It's like, all right, I can't wait. I can't wait to get after what God has called me to do. And that's why what follows next can be so discouraging and so frustrating. You're excited, motivated, ready to step into God's purpose. And winter comes. Winter comes. In the winter of your purpose... It seems like the opposite of what he told you is going to happen is happening. I don't know if you've ever experienced this, but it's a crazy maker. I mean, let me give you an example. Joseph receives the two dreams. He's excited. He's telling his brothers what God's going to do with him. And next thing you know, he's sold into Egypt as a slave. Some dream, wintertime. David receives the anointing to be the next king of Israel. Next thing you know, he's hiding from an insane King Saul for 10 years, ducking and hiding in caves and dens of the earth. Some kingship. Abraham receives the promise he's going to be the father of a nation. And for 25 years, he has no children, no son, no offspring. Some nation. I'm talking to you today about the ways of God. Some of you may not get this today. But you're going to remember this word someday when God drops something into your heart and you're ready to go. And next thing you know, it's winter time. But you got to remember, every season has a reason. And follow my words now. The reason for your season is you're being seasoned for your season. The reason for your season is you're being seasoned for your season. Because until you go through winter time, you ain't seasoned. Bad English, good preaching. The winter time of your purpose, the winter time season of your purpose looks like the death of your vision rather than its fulfillment. And if you don't understand that God moves in seasons, this will perplex you, it'll frustrate you. You wonder what in the world is going on in your life. And that's when you got to understand the words of Jesus. He said, unless a grain of wheat, your dream, your vision, your purpose, your assignment, falls into the ground and dies. It abides alone. But if it dies, if it goes into the ground, if it experiences a death, it springs up and produces much fruit. Your dream, your purpose, must fall into the ground of God's timing. And for a season, look as if nothing is going to come of it. You know that I walk my dogs all the time. Well, I walk my dog all the time. 
And my dog, we always walk through the woods and we walk through this huge field that Ollie loves to go and run in. It's just, he was born to run. You talk about somebody born with a strength. He was born to run. I mean, he's just in his element when he's running. And we, I go out there in that field and just a couple of months ago, I'm out in that field. It's wintertime and I'm looking and it's nothing. It's dead. It's bare. It's barren. There is nothing alive. It is just ground, dirt. You can't see anything it's barren. Just a couple of days ago, we went out in that field, yellow flowers springing up everywhere, grass. I mean, those little fuzzy wuzzy things you blow and the fuzz comes off. All this life. And if you had asked me when that field was as bare and barren as it was just a couple of months ago, Jeff, is there life in that field? I would have said it doesn't look like it, but beneath the field were millions of seeds sown in the ground underneath, invisible to the eye, waiting for springtime. If they had not gone through wintertime, there would have been no springtime. In the wintertime of your vision, the wintertime of your assignment, your life will look just like that field. You will say, where is God? What's he doing with me? I don't see any fruit. I don't see any results. Maybe I didn't hear God. I used to hate wintertime. Before Pastor Jeff comes back to wrap things up for us today, I'd like to share a couple of important things with you. Let me encourage you to take a minute and check out our website, hardwired.org. You'll find today's program along with all of Pastor Jeff's messages. There's a growing list of great things to check out at the site. So hop on over and check it out, hardwired.org. That's hardwired.org. And be sure to tell your friends about the program. We know you're being blessed by it. I'm sure your friends will be as well. We're here to reach as many people for the Lord as we can. So getting the word out will help us on this mission. And that's what this program is all about. And Pastor Jeff's back now for the conclusion of today's program. I used to hate the winter time of my purpose because I'm a doer, I'm an achiever. I've always been an achiever. I like seeing things blossom around me and happen around me. And when I would go through a winter time, I would get depressed and I would get down and I would get sullen. And I'd say, oh God, where are you? And these are the times when you say with David, how long, oh Lord? Will you hide your face forever? How long, O Lord? And you quote the verse, Why are you cast down, O my soul? And why are you disquieted within me? Hope thou in God in the winter time of your purpose, for you will yet praise him who is the health of your countenance and your God. I came today to preach something to you. I want you to get this now. There is an autumn where the seed is sown, the vision is born. You see what something that God wants to do in your life. And then there is the winter time where you look around and you say, where is it? Where is God? Where is the promise? I've learned something. The earmarks of winter time, the earmarks of winter time, how you know you're in winter is postponed activity, solitude, waiting, learning, trusting, preparing, persevering. You just keep going when you don't see much. You keep on walking when not much is happening around you. 
The verse becomes real that says, be not weary in well-doing, for in due season you will reap. If you do not faint in the winter time of your purpose, you've got to keep on going. Put one foot in front of the other. Sometimes you've got to bow your head and walk into the face of a cold, heartless wind, and you just keep on going because God is doing something deep down in the recesses of your soul. He's deepening you. He's widening you. He's strengthening your faith. He's preparing you for what he knows is coming, and it is the springtime and the summertime of your vision. Believe me, in the winter time, don't let it bother you. Don't let it take you down. Don't try to make winter be summer or don't try to keep one season in your life the rest of your life. You're going to go through seasons. You're going to pass through phases. God's going to take you through autumn. He's going to take you through winter. When you know you're in the winter season, let it be a time of refueling. Let it be a time of resting. Let it be a time of reflection and rekindling. I mean, the winter time is when you get into the word with all your might. The winter time is when you seek God, seek the face of God. The winter time is when you deepen your relationship with Jesus Christ. You're gonna need that winter time. A winter time is the time for respite. It's the time for reflection. It is the time to, to really get in there and, and saturate your spirit in the things of God. He's getting you ready for spring. In my winter times, I've now learned if I'm in a winter time, not much happening around me, I seek the face of God. I read the word. I memorize scripture. I saturate myself in him. I move in him. I press into him. You know why? Because I know springtime is coming. Springtime is coming. Jesus was crucified on a Friday. It was wintertime, but springtime, the resurrection time was coming. You're in a wintertime only because resurrection is coming. When your purpose enters the springtime phase, you'll begin to see new life sprouting up all around you. All of a sudden, whereas there had been nothing, here's a green sprout here, a green leaf there, life here, life there. Things begin to happen around you. Let me tell you what springtime looks like. Doors begin to open that were closed in the wintertime. All of a sudden, the doors begin to open. Opportunities start sprouting up around you. This is what the prophet was talking about when he said, don't remember the things of old. Behold, I will do a new thing. Shall you not know it? It's a rhetorical question. He's saying, I'm doing a new thing. It's springtime. Are you going to be able to recognize it? Are you going to be able to see it? If you got your eyes stuck in the rearview mirror, you won't see it. He's saying, get out of the wintertime. Spring is here. I want you to notice the green sprouts that are coming up all around you. It's a beautiful, beautiful word. Let me tell you something. I know that I found God talking about this in the Song of Solomon, verse 10. Listen to what the, the beloved is told by the groomsmen, by, by the Lord. Listen, he says, rise up, my love, my fair one, and come away. 
For lo, the winter is past. The rain is over and gone. The flowers are appearing on the earth. The time of singing has come. The voice of the turtle dove is heard in our land. The fig tree is putting forth her green figs, and the vines with the tender grapes give a good smell. Rise up, my love, my fair one, and come away. It's time to come out of hibernation. It's time to come out of your winter time. I'm telling you that what you need to do, the way to respond to your springtime, is respond to every little opportunity God gives you because now life is coming again. All the preparation of winter is now kicking into gear and springtime has arrived. You know where I am? Go ahead and pray. That's all right. I'm in springtime. I was praying last night and I was praying for these services. And when I was done, I said, Lord, bless the people. Lord, bless the services. Move by your spirit. And I finished and I was standing there in a room all alone. And that still small voice came to me that once you know it, you wait for it. You long for it. And he said this to me. You're going to see my hand in the days that are coming. You know what that was? A spring word. You're going to see my hand in the days that are coming. I said, well, what does that mean? He wouldn't tell me. <laughs> but I know my God. He doesn't mince words. He doesn't throw words around. What he was saying is, Jeff, the winter is over. Rise up, my love. Come away. Because now everything is beginning to bud. Springtime is here. You want to be in a church where it's springtime? Well, you're in it. <laughs> Rise up, my love, my fair one, and come away. It's springtime, and springtime finally gives way to summer, and I'm going to tell you how to recognize summer, and I want to close. The summertime of your purpose is the season of maximums. The summertime is the season of maximums. Maximum output. Maximum harvest, maximum fruitfulness, maximum opportunity, maximum influence, maximum results. The summertime, you wish for wintertime. You know why? Because you don't have the time in summertime you had in wintertime because all you're doing is harvesting as fast as you can. The summertime was the time of harvest. The summertime is the action time. The summertime of your purpose is the season when it reaches its zenith. All the cylinders are firing and all the seeds sown in autumn are in full bloom. God begins to move so quickly. So, you know, we were with our, our general contractor, uh, Friday, and he said, you know, I've been studying this area. I've been driving up and down this highway. I've been just kind of praying about this project. And he said, here's what I think. I think when you guys move in this building, things are going to get crazy. Why did we have this winter time? Because we dug deep. We sought God. We stayed in the word. We sought him in prayer. We kept on persevering. We were patient. We waited on him. We rejoiced in the wintertime knowing it was preparing us for spring and spring is getting us ready for summer. But the summertime is going to come and they're going to get saved over here and saved over there, saved this way and saved that way. People everywhere are going to get blessed by God. All we're going to be doing is bringing in the harvest just as fast as we can. Every purpose of God will go through these seasons. Watch this and I'm going to close. Joseph 
the autumn of his purpose, two dreams. Wintertime, he was sold into slavery in Egypt. Springtime, he was called out of prison. Summertime, made second only to Pharaoh, the mightiest man on earth. Abraham, autumn time, word came from God, leave this place to a place I'll show you, I'll make you a great nation. Wintertime, 25 years, no child. Springtime, Isaac was born, who was called laughter. Summertime, Isaac got married, guarantee of descendants, and Abraham was occupying the promised land. Even the people of Israel, their autumn, Moses brought the word of God to them and said, you're going to be delivered imminently. Wintertime, wandering in the wilderness 40 years. Springtime, they crossed the Jordan into the, and entered the promised land. Summertime, they occupied the promised land. You're either in an autumn or a winter or a spring or a summer in God's purposes for you. Wisdom says, discern which one it is so you can respond in wisdom and in faith and maximize the season. We appreciate you listening today to Hardwired with Pastor Jeff Wickwire. Every program we do has one main thing in mind, and that's to share the hope and good news of Jesus Christ to people who need to hear this message and hardwire the teaching into their daily life. That's what this ministry is all about. So if you've been encouraged by the message, we would love to hear about it. Pick up your phone and give us a call at 877-884-3111. That's 877-884-3111. Or go online to our website at hardwired.org. And be sure to bookmark the web address to your favorites folder so you can come back often. Also, would you consider getting on board with us as a faithful ministry partner? Your valuable contribution makes a big difference to us in helping to get the message of the gospel out through this program to people everywhere. Your generosity along with this ministry is reaching people in a way that you may never have the ability to do on your own. So jump on board as a hardwired partner by calling us at 877-884-3111 or go online to hardwired.org, 877-884-3111 or hardwired.org. From the bottom of our hearts, thank you so very, very much. Have a great rest of the day and thanks for listening to Hardwired. Hardwired.